So welcome to week two of the NK project. Uh, if you're watching live, you see uh, Kate, this looks like gorillas in the midst of her big gains. <laughs> she just gets out smashing the laptop with foot fists to them and... <laughs> you have technical issues, aren't you, Kate, your current laptop? Yes, I've just actually just had an email saying they're going to deliver the charger Ooh, tomorrow. Yay, excellent. Yay. So I think quite a few, I don't know if you have some questions, Kate, from your lot, uh, but I've had quite a few messaging in about calories and said they're looking forward to this week that we're going into more detail. Okay. Um, we've had a look at some check-ins this morning. I've seen a few of you checked in already. So do check your emails, guys. We are probably in the spam if you've not found us. Uh, search for the NK Project uh, or Natalie. It should come up uh, in your search boxes because we know sometimes... Uh, malware stops it from coming through if you still not received anything whatsoever uh, then just make sure you drop us a message if you're obviously a client of yeah. mine and Kate you can just send us a message if you can't send an email to us we're not getting anything uh, find me on Facebook the Nag Personal Trainer or Kate at Kfit uh, same on Instagram as well you can DM us then if you still can't get hold of us uh, we want to make sure everyone's getting everything they should be getting yeah so what we're going to go through today is a bit like what Kate put in the focus points, didn't you? So you uh -huh. explained about how calories are used uh, and what they are. So we're going to go through just a quickly, briefly on what they are, because I think most people know the science for calories. It's just a case of it's things like the macronutrients. A lot of you are still asking questions about, like, say, carbs, for example. Um, calorie calculators as well, asking what's the best one. So we've got the one we've put for you in your guide pack. I think Kate's put it in also the focus point. She, I know she put the link in, Kate. Yes, um, yes, it's on there, yeah. Yes, and why yeah. a lot of people go, my, I feel my calories are too high. We're going to go through that and why some of you think you are eating a lot in the week but still putting weight on not losing it and why that is happening. Um, we're going to also explain about when it comes to calories, we'd rather you get away with as much as possible. You'll see why Definitely. later. And that'll be that'll link in with number four. We're going to go through some tips, um, which is Kate's favourite, because I love Kate's method of doing it from a Friday. It's always a win. <laughs> and I'm going to go through a Q&A, because we have had a couple of questions come through as well. If you are watching us on Facebook, we're on Zoom at the moment, so we won't see comments come up, but we will message straight back afterwards. If you're ever on the Zoom with us live, you can go into the chat and ask us, unless you don't mind being on video. <laughs> if, you don't yeah. be on vi if you don't be on video, you can do it through chat, so at the bottom of the screen. Okay, so calories, what are they and how they're used? I'm going to go through briefly what calories are, and then Kate, if you go through basically how to get burnt, we'll go through that. So calories is a unit of energy, and people have this argument of are all calories equal? To a point, calories is a calorie. It's just some calories, say like that, high in, that you can eat high volumes of because it's fruit and veg, because it's high in volume. You can eat quite a lot of without ever consuming calories as easy because you get full. Say the 100 grams of broccoli versus 100 grams of crisps, which one you're going to eat faster and get fuller on quicker. We all know the answer to that. Um, also with calories as well. Some people ask me, how do you actually, like, how do, how do you like, how did you leave the body, should we say? It's the best way to put it. I couldn't think of the way. Say it, then we'll burn it off and then that's to do with the energy systems. Um, but uh, the biggest one is actually uh, for your breath, carbon dioxide. So that's the biggest one. I actually don't okay. know what the biggest one was. It does come through sweat to a point, but just because you're sweating more doesn't mean necessarily burning more calories. 
Um, but it's mostly through CO2, through your breath, actually. That doesn't mean what people hyperventilate and are going, <laughs> trying to burn more calories. Um, which explains why, obviously, activity and movement is important, because obviously that's where it's expelled out of the most. So there's a random fact for you. There you go. So I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that was the biggest one I didn't. I can't think no. where I read that up. I think it was in the studio I was reading the other week about calories. I can't remember if I find it. There's that much stuff I read. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's basically what calories are. And obviously calories are made up of macronutrients, which is your protein, carbs and fats, which we'll go into in a moment. So, uh, Kate, if you just go through how calories are burned so like say your bmr and now what they what they mean as, as a general for everyone to understand yeah so your basic um is like that says your bmr your basal metabolic rate so that will be the calories that you're burning when you're at rest <clears throat> so basically the amount of calories that your body needs if you were to just lie in bed all day and do absolutely bugger all so that's the amount that your body needs just to just to survive, really, which is a huge, massive chunk. Um, and I think when when a lot of you go on to the calorie calculator and actually see that broken down, because it will be broken down into all of these for you, you'll probably be quite shocked at how much, how many calories your body burns doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> it is fascinating. So yeah, I think that is probably the the biggest one. Um, after that, you've got your thermic effect of food. Um, so this is the calories that you'll burn consuming food. And that will be different depending on what the macronutrients are. So one of the reasons that we say that protein is very, very important is because, not the main reason, but it's just probably a bit of a bonus to it, actually, is it takes more calories to, to process it. So, it, yeah, your body just needs to use more calories when it digests it within your body. Um, so moving on from that, you've then got your your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So that's all the daily movement that you do that isn't planned. So your general just wandering around, fidgeting. So just me sitting here doing this is 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 part of that. Um, <clears throat> and um, yeah, so just your general day-to-day -day stuff that isn't planned and then your planned activity is your eat so your exercise activity thermogenesis which is probably the smallest part of all of it well it is it's about five to ten percent i think isn't it five to ten percent i think yeah um so that's your planned activity that's when you go for a run that's when you go to the gym that's when you do your class so those i think i got them in the right order didn't i doesn't matter which order yeah. to be honest but, um yeah. but percentage wise but yeah the they're burned yeah oh got a bit of an echo they come too loud. Hang on a sec, I'm echoing on you, Kate. <laughs> Let me just uh, bring that down. Can't hear it on my end. It's all right, it's on my end. Um, so yeah. when it comes to percentages, your BMR's about top of my head. I actually did post in the NK project. Say. I actually put the graph up, didn't I? On the... That was so stoky then, didn't I? <laughs> on the uh, invites, I think I put up like a little graph of like bmr and how much it burns yeah. so if you look on there it is guys, actually in one of the, it's in one of the focus points oh yeah because i sent it over to you didn't i yes it must be in the focus point on um which week did we put that on it is in there somewhere yeah it? so you yeah. will see a breakdown of them yeah but we go to like the invite where i've put about uh this week this today's uh zoom i actually put up actually on the invite the picture of that so you can actually yes, see all the breakdown. Yeah, that's where I've seen yeah, it, yeah. As Kate said, your BMR, that's your biggest one. But I'm sure, top of my head, I think it's 60% of your calories. Might be more than that. Um, 
Uh, yeah. So EAT, which is exercise activity thermogenesis, and NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, they also fall under one category, um, TDEE, so total daily energy expenditure, uh, which is what your calorie calculators work out. It works out your BMR, then it works out your TDEE, your total daily energy expenditure. This is why on your Fitbits, folks, um, or Garmin's okay, Garmin actually links it quite well, uh, but you shouldn't eat what you've burnt because you've already worked that out on your calculator. Yes. So ignore your yeah. watches. You've already worked it out. Do not just eat those calories. The fact that your, yeah, your TDE is your total daily energy expenditure. Yeah. So that will be. So when it gives you those in that in calories, that takes into account absolutely everything you do. Yeah. Your BMR and your NEAT and your EAT. Yeah. So please don't eat what your watch says. <laughs> <laughs> no and it's very no. inaccurate on there i'll go through that in a bit actually that's important to know actually uh, also i don't mind at the end of the day i kind of get to the end of the day and it says oh you've got 2300 calories yeah. left <laughs> see mine links <laughs> what a lot of these do now they link to my fitness pouch is quite handy mine's pretty bang on for mine so it's not too bad actually it's actually set to my calculation but i know some watches vary but i just go with what i set myself already manually put into my fitness pal personally yeah, uh, I, I don't take any notice really of the calories burned at all. No, because it's so inaccurate on watches, yeah. massively inaccurate. Um, because even someone same weight and same muscle mass as me will still actually burn calories more or less than me. It's very individual because mm. your calorie calculators are based off general population. I'll go for that in a sec. It's a big subject. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So obviously, last week we asked you about doing your Nietzsche steps, and that's because those who are special with fat loss. Uh, looking at your NEAT is one of the easiest things to change in your lifestyle, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, we're basically trying to find different things to influence your calorie output as well as your calories in. Calorie it's basically input, one of the most effective, isn't it, if yeah. you think about it? Because your your hour in the gym is not to one hour. maximum time to be burning your, you know, yeah. to be burning calories. Yes, along the line it will help, obviously, but upping your steps and everything like that alongside it is going to yeah. do so much more for you. It's majority day, and as humans, we're designed to move often. We are designed yeah, absolutely. to. absolutely. Uh, so with uh, the step thing, that's why we asked you about looking at that. Some of you are happy with how you are, so you're just doing it more from a health point of view, your steps. Uh, like I say, you know, anything between... I'd say if you're doing 7,000 plus, if you can, on average, you're pretty good. I mean, I know if you're an office worker, it's very difficult. I think one lady, I was looking at her goals... She said if she's walking to and from work, it's about three and a half thousand, uh, but then isn't able to move for the rest of the day. So luckily they are commuting. So it's just finding little ways of moving little and often for the day. It means getting yeah. up, you know, walking to get a glass of water. So that's the biggest influencer when it comes uh, next to calories in. That's one thing you can influence. Another way to influence mm. calorie burn is your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. So as you lose weight, weight loss slows because... Your body doesn't need as much fuel to function you. And that's why weight loss as you get uh, leaner gets harder. But that's why weight training is important. Because yeah. even though it's not a lot, adding muscle mass to your body uh, can increase your metabolic rate. So how much energy you burn. Because your muscle requires more energy to be sustained. It's not huge, mm. but it adds up. And it's handy for long-term fat loss. And like Kate said about the need again... Long-term fat loss, neat is the easiest thing to change. If you change Absolutely, that now yeah. and you keep those habits up while losing fat and when you have lost the body fat, you're happy to where you're at, you keep those habits up, basically. That's what you're supposed yeah. to be getting out the six weeks is sustaining those habits. And it's work. kind of why, isn't it, if you drop your calories too low, 
you'll find that you probably that you won't fidget you won't move as much as you used to your body just tries to adapt and it will yeah kind of stop you moving around as much it's amazing how it does that it literally just have no energy you don't sleep as well yeah it's really that's why we try to tell you get away as much as possible and that's not starvation mode by the way no in case that ever comes up yeah, we'll cover that with the. Yeah, I'll cover that on point four because that's okay. a good one. Cover that is. Yeah, I know. We, I yeah. know what you're getting at there. The last thing can influence your calories is so as well as obviously BMR by increasing your muscle mass. I don't mean like Arnie guys, as you remember. Um, those who are saying that, some of you in this group know, but some of your listeners may not know this. Get worried about doing weight training, getting bulky as females. You will only get bulky if you're in a calorie surplus, so you're eating over your maintenance. Okay, and weight training because it's muscle. It's um, bulky means you've got muscle, but you've got a layer of fat on top. You can actually yeah. gain really quality lean muscle tissue in a fat loss phase. A lot of you on here are novices. That's not a bad thing. You're at a great advantage because you can actually build muscle while losing body fat. That yes. they were studies that were done recently on people who are trained. So to be fair, for me and Kate, we'd have a shit time trying to do it. We'd have to put muscle on and then try to maintain that muscle while in a fat loss phase we'd have to do yeah. that it's really difficult uh, the more experienced you are but the less experienced the better so you guys can actually get if you keep doing this for the next couple of years newbie gains you'll have great newbie gains yeah and i mean we mean mm-hmm. years like me and kate have been training for seven years and yeah yeah i find it quite hard to sustain muscle if i do a deficit now so that's why i, I try to sit in a surplus a little bit more these days mm. Right, we're going to go through the macronutrients because I was just going to lead on to thermic effective food and what you could influence. So as Kate said, protein's the, got the highest thermic effect. It's about four calories per gram, protein is. It's one of the leanest ones. That's from lean protein sources. That's not like, say, from uh, say a granola bar that claims to be high protein when most of them aren't. Watch out for that, guys, with protein products because most of the time they're not. It's just a money maker. Uh, but protein can actually, when I last in my course, they're saying actually, some, depending, uh, when, by the time it's been, the body's broke it down, it's only worth like 2.4 calories per gram. Yes, that's, yeah. Yeah. I have read that. That's, that I think you would have done your course because that's, quite, that's yeah. quite new, that is. Yeah, so um, yeah, by the time you digest it, I just, yeah, I don't know off the top of my head what the exact figure I think I've got 2.4 in my head. I know it's two something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to double check that. Your yeah. next one on that spectrum when it comes to macronutrients is technically your carbs because of the carbs high in fibre. So your fruit and your vegetables. Um, if you do swaps like pasta swaps like for uh, whole wheat and breads and that because they've got more fibre in, preferably lots of fruit and vegetable because it's high in fibre. Like I just said, imagine eating a bowl, 100 grams of broccoli compared to hold 100 grams of crisps. Which one are you going to feel full on first? Yeah. Which one are you going to keep? Which one's going to make you feel better? Yeah, or... I mean, the crisp tastes really nice. It's just I want probably two or three bowls. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not satiating. Well, that's so, the thing. It is, quite simply, it's yeah. easier to over-consume it. Exactly. So if you try and sit there and eat that much of broccoli, you're going to struggle. You won't feel like you it. Do, you'll eat it and then that'll be it. Yeah. I, mean, you... I mean, I like broccoli, but a whole bowl. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously, with car- like I say, with carbs, it's for- again, carbs are the same as uh, protein, uh, except it definitely doesn't go any lower. It's four grams per gram i think then <laughs> four grams per yeah. gram so like say when people go oh don't eat too much sugar and all this crap it'll make you fat it's actually one of the lowest um calories out of the free macronutrients 
uh, and it takes a while to break down especially if it's a uh, fiber so fruit veg mm. and foods high in fiber and then yeah. your last one is fats which is nine calories per mm. gram so you do need fat to survive though guys so you still got to have your fats you just uh you don't have to consume as big as amount because it's nine calories per gram mm-hmm. so with that in mind a lot of you are asked we get asking questions about carbohydrates i think you need to worry more about the getting the calories right in your protein first yeah uh, i think so i mean i think i did put in the focus point about not worrying about your macros just concentrate on your calorie goal and your protein goal and try not to stress too much about the others yeah unless there's a reason you have to unless you know too much carbs are you know actually genuinely make you feel rough then fine but yeah. i would not say from a calorie point of view you need to i mean like you said Nat, at the start at the end of the day a calorie is a calorie so you know you can be in a calorie deficit and that can be made up of absolutely anything yeah. it's still you're still going to lose fat at the end of the day i mean different foods will have different effects on your body but bottom line really is calories calorie i guess yeah in that in that sense so, point, as a fuel point of view sense, yeah, yeah as a total yeah. yeah absolutely it's like that old saying you can't outrun a bad diet you could actually I don't, it's not ideal, but you could. Like, say, your athletes no, right. or your mm-hmm. CrossFit athletes, they are so active. Uh, back when I used to do Thai boxing five nights a week, two hours a night, walked everywhere, didn't drive a car. And I think back roughly to what I ate through a day, I easily exceeded 3,000 calories. Like, say, he's a great example. So in the morning, I'd head off to college, I'd go early and have my breakfast there. I'd have a sausage batch so of two sausages with two hash browns and ketchup. And then on the mid-break, I'd have five rounds of toast with butter on. And then at lunch, as you call it, so not confuse people, it's dinner, um, I'd have um, a big tray of chips because the staff loved me. They would put loads of chips in for me with my butty as well to put on. And I'd go to the shop and have a chocolate bar, bag of crisps, a Red Bull. Um, and then i get home. I mean, now would have done a massive meat and tater pie or steak, <laughs> egg and chips because I lived at my nan's uh, for quite some time. And then I get back from kickboxing. On the way home, I'd have a full carton of cranberry juice and sometimes a whole bag of those apple donuts, you know, the apple-filled ones. Um, And I was probably a little bit leaner than I was now. And I was fully grown, so I'd done my growing because I know your metabolism's higher when you're growing. I understand that. But I'm talking about 17, 18 doing this. I'm going out drinking Mm -hmm. most weekends. (laughs) And I had a six-pack. I was ripped up. But it's because my energy out my total daily energy expenditure tdee was very 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 fucking high yeah that's basically it if i did that now i will put body fat in fact i did as soon as i learned to drive yeah (laughs) that was the biggest change because my habits changed but i didn't change my food habits straight away and that's the way that you like you say you can tweak like with your calorie deficit um yeah you can just look it up in your steps as part of your yeah to put yourself in a in a calorie yeah. deficit as long as you could be consistent with it and you absolutely yeah like we always say to you you got to imagine can i do this all my life yeah yeah that's mm. what you got to imagine how how this six weeks is think it's a setup for the rest of your life almost mm. i mean you won't need to be in a calorie deficit no forever. apart from that <laughs> no but that's why <laughs> but, i was saying yeah. get away with get away with as many calories as possible Oh, yeah. So the last thing you want to do is do yourself out of calories. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So we've obviously were saying about the calories, calories. This is what, what when people, it depends what context you mean it in. If you just mean general energy, calorie is a calorie. One calorie is one calorie. Yeah. 
you know, wherever it comes from, it's a calorie. But when it comes to being full, when it comes to nutrients, yes, that's important when it comes to what we call yeah. food volume. So lean protein products, so like animal protein, like say a chicken breast, um, a rump steak, for example, uh, eggs, whey protein, um, fish, like as in white flesh fish, uh, salmon, and obviously in moderation as well, because it's got the fats that you need. Those lean proteins, yes, are very essential because it's got your branched chain amino acids in, which are essential for muscle building, as we explained that first week of goal, uh, goal setting, while we want you to make sure you're hitting your protein. Because if you're mm-hmm. especially doing fat loss in this group, proteins can become very important. As we yeah. said, you can build muscle while losing body fat because a lot of you here are novices. So take full advantage of that situation. So as you're losing yeah, that body true. fat, you have that really nice, lean physique underneath. Um, it won't happen over six weeks unless you are a fast responder, which these are the people you see with these progress pictures where they transform in like six to 12 weeks. And we're not about that life. Um, if you yeah. are a fast responder, then okay, look at you. Um, <laughs> fast responder means you'd lose fat, but you also lose muscle easily. But you also, you when you train, your body reacts very well to training, like the stimulant's really high. So you, your protein synthesis in your body is really efficient. You're very good at building muscle very quickly. We don't mean big when we say building muscle, but you can gain a lot of muscle tissue. Uh, so that's what we call a fast responder. Most g- generally, it's very rare fast responders. I think I've only got a couple who I train one-to-one who are like that, but they're very tall, very long limbs, like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just different builds as well, different backgrounds, different lifestyle, different genetics. I was going to say genetics. Genetics. Yeah. Years ago, people would be like, oh, you've got good genetics. we say, oh, it's just an excuse. When it comes to fast responding, genetics is very helpful. But... If you haven't got those genetics, you just instead of focusing on wanting to be like them and get it as quick as them, no, work at your pace, what suits your physique of how fast you do things. So, uh, oh, got a bit of echo there. Sorry, that's me. I was just popping on the Facebook page. Uh, and I thought I had an echo. Yeah, so I just blew over Kadeem's playing back. That's okay. So, like I say, when it comes to food volume, protein is quite important for that. So, make sure, guys, you're nailing that. It's 1.6 grams. Up to, you can even up to 2.4 grams per kilogram of your body weight. If you're nowhere near 1.6, work towards getting there by maybe the end of the six weeks. So if you're, say, only getting, say, 80 grams, you need to get to 100. Work on getting 80 grams consistently every single day. Then work on getting 85, then 90, and so forth. And build it up slowly. Progress through having your protein. I think it is quite a shock for some people when you do work out your protein. No, like, I'm not going to eat that much, but it's because you normally don't look for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just back to changing your habits yeah. and getting used to, um, yeah, choosing the high yeah. protein just, options. Yeah, you just got to put more thought in, in it. Yeah. And this is why we don't like doing meal plans for people like say, eat this, eat that. It's too rigid. A lot of you on here have got families or you live with somebody or it's money, to be honest, as well. So choosing what meals to have. So it is absolutely better for you to figure out what protein sources you enjoy, how to get it into your diet, how to make it into a meal. And literally, we'll literally teach you how to make a meal. So you want your protein source on there. If you good rule of thumb, if you're not tracking, two palms of protein, double it. Double your protein portions because that's the easiest way to do it across three to four meals. And then you want obviously half of that plate filled with veg or fruits, whatever it is, ideally in most of your meals. So good variation of it as a side dish. And then, of course, you have your carbs, which normally say on average about fifth size for most average Joes. 
you guys are all active in this group or want to be active we need you to have carbohydrates because carbs are so important again i'll go through it more with that question uh, which i've got later about carbohydrates people do find especially when they realize how high the protein is is that they can quite easily hit their calories before hitting the protein <laughs> before target. They hit their protein target we had so that in the last group didn't we yeah, and, mm. and that's part of why we always suggest, you know, meal planning and things like that. Yeah. So you can kind of work that out ahead or putting everything in <clears throat> my fitness pal first thing. Yeah. So you can work yeah. out what yeah. you've got left and what you need to fit in. So, you know, for some people, I think there's a client who I've just sort of said, well, you know, like you said, double up the protein, maybe ever so slightly reduced your carbs. Yeah. Not so yeah. you'd notice, you're not cutting them out, you just no. sort of just you're it's changing just the balance really, aren't you yeah 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 changing the balance of what you're going to have more of absolutely um well to, to give you a suggestion with macronutrient split those who've done the calorie calculator don't just look at the number go and read it all after because it's quite interesting because it breaks down about macronutrients breaks down about fat loss breaks down about muscle gain as well uh so it's interesting to know you guys want to learn how to do things so long term learn about it educate yourselves about it ask us questions as you go um, but also the guidebook we attached in the email, that's got everything in there as well. It's there to help educate you. Um, so with uh, the macronutrient splits, it's the suggest two ways of doing it. And I prefer the high carb way uh, because I like carbs. And 30% yeah. um, yeah. protein for most people can't even hit that. So why go for the lower carb end when you struggle to hit the protein already? It gives you more flexibility. We're in a Western world where our favourite foods are carb-based. So why fight against it? Why not move with it? Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. The, it's the... Yeah, just ask a question here. Um, sorry, I'm sure you said this, but do I add my exercise to NutriCheck or not, please? No. I'm assuming you mean add it back on... Are you talking calorie? I don't know if you're talking calorie. Yeah. I don't think you are because I don't think Sarah tracks the calories. Okay, if you're going to add it, best thing to sum up those calorie. In fact, we'll move on to calorie calculators. So, mm. if you're on my fitness pal on NutriCheck and you've worked out your calories for the day already, you've worked out how much you're going to burn calorie wise, uh, like through the calorie calculator we've attached for you. So, that's, that's worked out already what you need at beta metabolic rate and what you need including your activity, your TDEE. Yeah. That's if what you're, you're using your TDEE, then you do not need to add back. No, if you've already put it in flat, yeah, don't add extra. That in your TDEE, yeah, so don't, don't add extra, back, it no. It might ask you some questions on NutriCheck and MyFitnessPal to help you work out your calories, because they've got a calorie calculator on there, and both of them are yeah. fine. They, I think they both use the St. Mifflin-Joer method, I think I'm saying that right, because um, mm. there's, there's about three or four different calculations for calories, and they're all variants um i prefer brad's i never pronounced his name right schoenfeld oh, i can never say it right method schoenfeld yeah, yeah. Schoenfeld. yeah. it is schoenfeld because uh, that's the one i was taught um i, I think... used to work it out with the actual equation didn't i do you remember yeah. a while back yeah. i was actually doing the whole equation and... it's, it's always get good for us to practice isn't it you know yeah. Uh, but to be fair, the internet is, is providing exactly the same what we would provide. Yeah. Uh, but there's no right or wrong calorie calculation because it's estimations. So when you yeah. worked it out, Sarah, on there, uh, so say, for example, on mine, say it works out my maintenance about 2,200 and something. So that's what I would put into my fitness pal or that is what I'd put into NutriCheck. 
So yeah. if it does ask the questions like how much you burn, it might spit out a number to you and it might spit out a different number to what you worked out the calorie calculation we provide. And that's fine. You can rejig it. You can stick with it. So it mm. might say on my fitness pal, St. Joe and Mifflin method's a little bit more, it's not as much leeway. Is that the best way to put it? It calculates my maintenance around 2100. But the calculator we sent you sets my value to 2200. So I yeah. say to people, either go in between or that's your lower and your top number. Because it is estimations. It's based on general population. At the end of the day, it's just taking your height, your weight, your sex. Yeah. And then a brief note down of how active you are. But the bottom line is, is you don't want to ask. Well, you don't want my fitness pal or NutriCheck to work out your calories for you. Yeah, if you You're put, well, depends how you use it. Yeah. Well, yeah. having said that, I've not used, um, Sarah's put minus 1,540, which seems pretty low. Oh, that should be that MR. does seem low. Is that on our one, Sarah? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. that sounds like it's a that bit. 40 is quite low. That's got so that be. May, that is probably, yeah, that's probably your BMR. Yeah, BMR, yeah. I was going to say, based on my... Not TDE. Yeah, it's got to be. Because if you look on our calculator, the first, I think the first... First number is the whole total, isn't it? Is it? The first figure is the TDE, I think, and then it brings it down into BMR. Yeah. And then gives you your fat loss calories or your muscle gain calories. That's it, yeah. If you're still not sure, Sarah, just... Uh... If you want to email over everything that you need for that calorie calculation, and I'll sort that out later yeah. for you. Make sure it's all right, and then I'll screenshot it over to yeah. you later. That's not a problem. You do it on ours, and then you, yeah, then just use that calorie total to put in your. Yeah, in fact, it'll. If I log in on that calorie thing later, I can have a look at that because it'll come up on there as well. But yeah, yeah. I have another go at this. If you're still not sure, just drop me yeah. a message, and I'll have a look for you in a bit with all your details on, like your, what you need, your height, your weight. Uh, yeah. and how active you are and then i'll work it out okay so yeah, yeah cali- 15, 1540 is too low yeah. even for a fat loss well, unless that's know, unless that's setting the fat, fat loss so, goal yeah. if that's the fat yeah. loss goal and it's taking it off and that because i think it does give you an yeah. idea how many calories are for fat loss and the breakdown uh for example mine it'll set it around i think it's uh, 17 1800 for me my fat loss it would set it at when I last looked at it, when I, I tested it, it's around about 17, 18. Yeah, I think it's around about that. I bet you're like, how's that? Because you're like, I'm like lighting you. Do you know why, Kate? Age. Of course. Of course. <laughs> anyway, right. So, yeah, so carry calculators. There's not really a right or wrong one. Like I say, my fitness pal of their own. So if you put in what you want to, you know, like your details like you did on the calorie calculation we sent you what it is my fitness pal and you check it'll say how much weight do you want to lose each week and then most of you will put a pound which is not that's not, not doable it's just on my fitness pal it based on a it's on the basis of that you have to is it deficit three thousand calories and it's something like that a week so then you're on mm. poor per calories as we like to call it so it sets you on yeah. a stupid low calorie um, probably chuck out 1200 calories each yeah time, won't it? i just put zero for my, for my weight yeah. loss goal i just put maintain and then i just manually adjust the calories once i've got the log and everything sorted so put it yeah. in manually afterwards guys just readjust it and then yeah. just go with what you've put in and do it that way or just go off maintenance like i've done there put a zero in and then you take your percentage off so if you are stuck with your calorie calculator then you can always email myself and kate to the nk projects at the nagpistoltrainer.co.uk 
and uh, send in everything that you need off the Cali calculator. We'll work it out and double check it for you and then send back what we've got. And it's just a nice breakdown, clear it up what you've got there. Yeah. So we'll go with that with the Cali calculator. We get why people think, is it right? Is this the right number? It might seem a lot of information just to get get your head around. So that's fine. Um, so number four, point four, this is the big one. Why you think your calories are too high? And I did cover this a little bit briefly last week. Someone actually asked this question. So you'll get the classic example of, and I've had this off of a clients. I've even thought this myself, actually, where weekends don't count, hint, hint. Um, so we've got the classic where people go survive, and not thrive, I'm going to say survive, off less than 1,200 calories, unless you're a very small person who's very inactive and old. I can't see why anyone should be below that figure personally, or even below 1,400 or 1,500. No, quite, because um, I think my BMR's 1,400. Exactly. Well, you'd be dead, wouldn't you, Kate, let's face it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you'd probably kill Nick as well through hunger. Um, <laughs> but people do that. Monday to Friday, they'll be on the 1,000 or 1,200-calorie diet, or even the 800-calorie diet, Mr. Mosley. Uh, <laughs> so I won't get into that. <laughs> so I'm not a doctor. Yeah, not a doctor, no. <laughs> But this could start from Friday night, this. So you end up going out for some drinks. And then when you go out for some drinks, the crisps come out sometimes if you get friends or you order a takeaway. Uh, and then the next morning, you're a bit, uh, bit muggy head. So then you have maybe a big breakfast. And then you get to your lunch and then you're like, oh, you know, it's 12 o'clock somewhere, have a drink maybe. Or you're snacking through the day because you're off work because there's nothing else to do. And then the afternoon... They might be getting ready to go out, so you're pre-drinking or having some food, and then you go out for some drinks, and like I've done, you'll go to the takeaway and have two cheeseburgers and chips. Um, and then the next day, because you're hanging out your ass, you just eat whatever on something, oh, fuck it, I need it. It cures my hangover. Um, and we know what it's like on a Sunday when we've been hanging out. I've done it as well. I've had leftover pizza the next day. I've had a full fry up. I've had cake, biscuits, gone to the shop, just bought shit. It's, it's been great. Still too rough to move. Yeah. <laughs> And before you know it, calorie-wise, over that week, a weekend can blow your maintenance calories. That's why we say use a weekly calorie total. Definitely use a... And and tracking lifetime, as Kate always says to a lot of her clients. Yeah, so either do it live or do it first thing in the morning. Yeah. I think the tracking lives good though as you go, especially snacks. Yeah. Especially through the day oh, on the weekend. Yeah. Because yeah. it stops you doing it mindlessly. You've got to think, oh, I'm going to have that. I better put it in. Can I be asked to put it in my fitness pal? No, I'll leave it. Well, that's the thing because I think that works well with some people if they put all their calories in in the morning. So, it's one, they're planning their meals. So, if you've planned your meals out mm. fully and plan your snacks, if you're having anything outside of that, then yes, you've, you've, you've got to go and grab your phone and put it into my fitness pal. So, it actually makes you stop and think. Is that something I really want? Yeah. Because I bet people get meals yeah. and snacks already, then yeah. there shouldn't need to be anything extra. So. And that's why a lot of you tend it's to be worried about that some people no, well. use. That's it, sorry. I was just going to say, it's a good little trick yes. that some people use. Yeah, I do like that. Right, so you suggest that's not, quite a few Yeah, next best thing would be to track it in real time as you go. So I would have, if I was making something, I would literally have my phone there and I'd put it all in as I go along. Yeah, absolutely. Or shout at Nick and say, what's that? How much of that are you putting in? Yeah. <laughs> But honestly, people think they'll think that they already eat too much or don't eat a lot, and if somehow, like you said, that's um, starvation mode. And now, don't get me wrong, me and Kate fall one for this too before we become yeah. PTs. So there's the theory of starvation mode was that when you drop too low in your calories, your body stores more calories. No, 
it, at the end of the day, it could be you eating quite low in the week, but then the weekends you're blowing them. There's somewhere you're having too many calories or you yeah. become less and less active. And again, you're very small, <laughs> very old. Mm. It's just no way. You, you, basically, if you... You are eating over your calories. If you're gaining weight over and over, even you claim you're having yeah. 1,000 calories a day, you see that you're mindlessly snacking, not tracking in, forgetting you've ate food, because that does happen, especially snacking. Yeah. How yeah. many of you have ate at the desk and not really taken in what you've ate and you've looked at your weight pa- uh, your paper yeah. basket and seen all the, the wrappers in there? Yeah, exactly. And working from it's home. done. Working from yeah. home, going to the fridge, back and forth, which a lot of you work in the kitchen. Stop fucking working in the kitchen, guys. Go and work in an office or away from the kitchen. I think that's the worst place to work. It's just there. It's oh, imbe- yeah, yeah. When, when it's available in the house and it's in reach, you are more likely to have it. Yeah. It's just human behaviour that is. Move yourself away from there. Um, yeah, exactly. But it is definitely eating too many calories. I'm sorry. This, they don't magically appear. So the starvation mode was actually disproven. It's a really horrendous... Stu- well... Was it actually does a study? Or was it post-war? No, it was actually done as a study. No, a load of men volunteered. Um, oh, God. I'm trying to think what year it was. It was after the war, I think. And they put them on very low calories, like a 1,000 calories or something, which for men is quite low. And no one stored calories, guys. I tell you that now. They, were, they all lost a shitload of weight. They, lose, they looked skeletal. Yeah. I think they did it for like 12 weeks or something. They were kept in the lab, so they were literally monitored what they were eating. Um, so no, I'm afraid there's no such thing as ma- you don't synthesize calories. No, no, and I think the yeah. So the the theory was kind of that if you don't eat enough calories, your body will start to store fat because it doesn't know where when it where its next meal's coming. From. Yeah, the survival mode. So yeah. it's trying to you know, and that's totally different to metabolic adaptation, which is what happens when I was saying earlier that if you're on very low calories, you'll suddenly notice that your energy will start to yeah. drop and you'll yeah. drop that you're you know. So that's your body adapting to it. Yeah. But it's not a a starvation mode where your body's gonna think, right, I'm gonna store all this fat just in case, you know, we're in the middle of a famine. Yeah. It and doesn't me- really work like no. that. No. And metabolic adaptation happens quite quickly as well, what you're just saying about mm-hmm. that. Um yeah, so say, for example, you don't eat much all day, you lose energy, you want to sleep, but then you can't sleep because you haven't enough food to, to function. Um, yeah. So metabolic adaptation can happen within, like, I think it's 48 hours. So people say about metabolic damage, it's it's very complex, the body. There are certain circumstances where there is metabolic damage, but it's normally a medical point reason, not through dieting necessarily. Mm. Um, yeah. There is a lot of research coming out now even stuff i thought was right is no longer right but that's the thing about being pts we are like scientists we're constantly learning oh that isn't right anymore right this is the up-to-date mm. information that we're giving you um yeah so best advice we can give you here is track your freaking weekends <laughs> and if you are a snacker you know tracking live time that's one of the best ones i think kate personally because you have to get yeah. the phone out before you have it and it just stops you for a moment being on autopilot mm. we're not saying you don't have to don't snack it's just be actually i'll be aware you're doing it you know yeah, switch on yeah sit down and enjoy the snack so it's in front of the telly mindlessly or going back to your desk and working and eating at the same time or try and do another job you if you're gonna have it you've got to sit down and have it so that's why i say about like say i'm your mince pie today because a mince pie day keeps doctor away <laughs> my slow gym mince pies and i ate it straight after my meal i had it with the meal 
because I'm trying to mm. work that myself because I think it's quite a, a nice habit to get into just for general long term uh, especially because yeah. I'm doing a surplus of calories so if I ever need to do fat loss um, I would find it hard I'm just snacking for the day so mm. I tend to have like the meals some people also say that actually well depending on what it is you're snacking on is actually sitting down and putting something on a plate and eating it and that's like what I did fork and actually yeah doing it yeah properly rather than yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I eat over the sink because I'm not safe dishes. It's pie over the sink, but it's just like I've sat down at the meal, I've had a coffee, and then I've had it straight after. Yeah. I knew I was going to have it. I planned it, and it wasn't just I reached for the cupboard and got it spontaneously. So like, no, I, do, mm. I I plan a mince pie every day up till the 25th of December. It yeah. is the war, <laughs> and that's what we're saying. Ad, the stuff we're working on with you now, you should be able to carry this over into Christmas and New Year. So that's what we're trying to work on with you. You know what your maintenance is. So over Christmas, ideally for a week, you could go up to maintenance. You could go up to a small yeah. surplus if you wanted to, just for that week. You know, and that's what we're trying to help you with. You can be able to get into better habits when it comes to your need to be moving a bit more and going out for walks in between Christmas and New Year because it's free, guys, and it's quite nice going for a walk between that time because we're all a bit sluggy, yeah. a bit, a bit couch potatoed. Yeah, and you've got your daily non-negotiables as well. So yeah. if you've got things like like your protein and your water and, and so on, you can always rely on those, yeah. even if you're in a slight surplus or, or even work out your calories over a longer period rather than just working it out for a week. You could do it for a couple of weeks. Even. Yeah, you could do a month period, yeah, because it is what you do consistently over a long time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're not necessarily going to have it, well, you may do, um, necessarily have events every single day. So, yeah, plan it round what you're doing, whether you're seeing friends or got people over. And then, yeah, if that covers a couple of weeks, then then do it just for that yeah, two weeks. absolutely. And some people it works better, like that, and that's fine. Yeah. Um. So, but also leading on with, like, if you think your calories are too high, I'll give you an example, right? So I weigh 55 kilograms. So my maintenance, based on my activities, around between 21, 2200. So imagine me carrying extra 40 kilograms on my back all the time. Going to use more energy, aren't I? So those of you who are heavier than me, you are carrying more than me, or say more than Kate. It's like Kate, Kate actually, her BM her BMR is heavier than mine, like more than mine, not heavier. Her BMR is more than mine because she weighs more than me. She's got, you know, that's just simple how it is, that's simple science. If you are yeah. carrying more around, your body's gotta work damn harder. It's like when you're pregnant, you're carrying a baby around with you, that extra weight, and you do burn a bit more really? calories. So when you're thinking, oh, those calories are too high, if I ate what you ate, at tw- say one person, I think it came out with 2,700, yeah, I would put weight and body fat on because I am not carrying what their weight is. Mm-hmm. So when you think, all oh, my Absolutely, weight's too yeah. high, do not do not compare yourself to someone else. Say, I can't get my head around eating more than 1,200 calories. Bear in mind, I'm 55K. I'm eating 23 to 24 on average a day because I'm doing a surplus. I'm still pretty much maintaining at the moment. So if you're like heavier than me, you got to remember, you could have more than me, probably. Or your deficit could be yeah. what I eat at maintenance. Yes, absolutely. It's different for everybody. Like um, say, age plays a factor yeah. in that. Men get to eat Yeah, so, women, say, so. Rob in this group, he's the lucky bugger who gets to have more. <laughs> but it's just because their anatomy yeah. is different. And women, stop comparing your fat loss with men or thinking it's wrong to weigh more than your man. I keep seeing this, and I'm like, why is that an issue? We're in a modern society. Why should it be an issue if you're heavier than your man? I think I was nearly heavier than my man in the past. And he's, he was six foot tall. 
<laughs> he's like a beanpole. Um, but it, it shouldn't matter. You know, it's like, say, like your friends all the heaviest, like my friends, I need to be lighter. It's like, why? Don't no. worry about your weight too much, guys. Look at your measurements. Look how you feel. It's not going it to define you. It is getting out of that headspace, isn't yeah. it? Of thinking like, oh, yeah. I want to be, I want, you yeah. know, I need to be under 10 stone. Yeah. I need to be under yes. whatever. Yes. No one... And you are no less feminine for way more than your bloke. If your bloke is still with you and loves you and finds you attractive, and they will, I tell you now, because men are so different about it than females. Though Steph argues I'm a bit more like a guy because I am very visual. <laughs> um but women, if to be fair, you know, your man, it just, yeah, it, it's so much less complicated for them when it comes to attraction, honestly. It, they just don't you know, see it you, that way. You never look at somebody else, man, woman, partner or otherwise, no. and think, oh, wow, she weighs more than 10 yeah. stone. No, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Do you know it's what I mean? It's you like my missus. Yeah, my missus, she doesn't mind me saying, she's heavier than me, but I don't find her less attractive because she's heavier than me. No. You know, and yeah, no, I just don't see it that way. And I, I, I tell you now, I've got a lot of men, male friends, and they, I've never heard any of my male friends. And if they ever did, I'd tell them they're bastards for doing it, um, and say you're misogynistic and need. And I said they don't deserve you. Um, but none of my male friends have never said anything about their missus' weight, and they talk a lot to me about their relationships. A lot of them do, and they've never ever mentioned their missus' weight ever. Like, not even as like a taboo thing, they're just not bothered. Honestly, ladies, they are not. They don't. It is only, it is only women. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's because of. Oh, it's not because of men, it's because other women dissing other women for being heavier than their man. I tell you now. Because I never hear a bloke say, and very rarely, it, it has happened, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's very rare. I've, you know, my. my you know, my ex even never commented on what I weighed or what I could lift. It's like when um, I get females get, oh, don't be stronger than my than my man and all this. It's like, no, f that off. It's like Nikki loves that you're a hench, doesn't he, Kate? Yeah, loves it. <laughs> I tell you, if I ever get heavier than him, have a word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Kate's got the gains. <laughs> so I would start worrying about putting an actual figure on what you should weigh. It's just. When you get to like the way, when you get to a point where you feel happy, and you know you're not carrying too much body fat, you know as a female you you can carry more. By the way, we carry it better because um, of estrogen. You know, then that's okay. It's fine. It's if you feel happy, and even though you might get to a point where, say for example, you want you're trying to get to ten stone, but you got to about maybe maybe say you weigh twelve stone and you got to eleven, and you're like, you know what? I actually feel like this is more sustainable, and I'm very happy here. And if I lose more, I lose more. If I don't, I don't. That's a good place to be. It's fine. Don't compare yourself to your partner. Just leave no, it. or anyone, for that Yeah, matter. just leave it. Okay. Good God, although we've got um, 14 minutes left. Okay. So, uh, it's because we can go on about it. It's such a big... It's because it's such a behavioural subject, that's why. So, point five. As we always say, me and Kate gets away as much as possible. So, over these six weeks, for example... Instead of focusing on the big weight loss goal you want to go for, for some of you, I think someone put they wanted to lose, I think it was like a stone and a half. No, it might have been less than that. It might have been about maybe just under a stone. But that's quite a lot in six weeks for a female because anything could happen at time, the fluctuations. So I'd say that that would be a good 12-week maybe goal. For six weeks, I'd say you want to at least lose maybe maybe two to three pounds, for example. But that, again, you can't say you're going to definitely lose that because of circumstance. We cannot tell you you will definitely lose this amount because of life. Mm. So as long as you're heading that direction, so there's some progress by the end of the six weeks, 
you're on the right track, that's fine. But what me and Kate mean by this is set mini goals up. So you're yeah. not working on the first stone loss, you're working on the first couple of pounds. Exactly. Then yeah, you go yeah. again, the next couple of pounds and again. So instead of focusing on that, say, three stone weight loss, no, we want you to work on mini goals. Same with weight training. That's like me saying I want to squat 10 reps for 55k, but I could only do 30k at the moment. There's nowhere down six weeks. Hmm. But because I can squat six reps for 50k, well, 52.5, and I wasn't, no, 57.5 for six reps last week, I'm like, yeah, I know I can go for that goal because I'm close to yeah. it. But yeah, the be... point is, at the end of the day, you wouldn't go straight to, right, well, let's load the bar up with 55k and I'll try and do 10 squats. Yeah, exactly. So make sure when it comes to calories, get away as much as possible, as in set a small deficit. You've got Christmas coming up. There's no rush to get to where you've got to get to because what's the point? I know you might have been on other diets where it's been 800 calories, 1,000 calories, you lost the weight dead quickly, woohoo. But are you back dieting again? Mm. We want you to be able to say, hopefully in a year's time, you never have to diet again. Yeah. Like this is the last time. And if you ever did need to do a fat loss phase, it won't seem like a diet because you just know to take your calories down a little bit. Yeah. It might be a habit to slip. We just reestablish them. So get yeah. away as much yeah. as possible because then you can always go a bit lower then. If you start off very low, how much further can you go? Mm. If you've got more to get away with, you've got more leniency for your weekends. Just make sure you track them. Okay. Uh, tip number six. Tip number six. Point number six. So these are the two tips. I like Kate's tip the best. Explain about starting on Friday and why, Kate. Yeah. So I will basically, when I do a fat loss phase, and like Nat says, it's not, I don't do it all the time. There just might come a point when I just think, oh, I'm just going to track and just see where I am. Sometimes it's just like a check-in type of thing every now and again, just to make sure everything's kind of roughly where it should be. So what I would do is I work out my weekly calorie total and then I will start tracking that on a Friday. So I work from Friday to Thursday. And the reason for that is that I will more often than not consume more calories over a weekend than I would during the week. Physical Friday. Physical Friday, exactly. That's a good example of it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, that, so that's what I'll do. I will consume... Well, either maintenance or over-maintenance sometimes. just kind of depends really what you're doing. Um, but then my calories will be adjusted during the week to take into account how much I've gone over. Yeah. And yeah. if no one's ever done that before, then, you know... Good eye things, Yeah, and one or two things is going to happen. You're going to do what the hell you want over the weekend, and then you're going to get to Tuesday, Wednesday, and you're going to go, shit, I'm on... <laughs> I've only got a thousand calories for the, for the next two days and it's going to be pretty shit in which case you know exactly that you're just not going to be such a twat on the following weekend um or it works yeah. you know you, you you find you're quite happy during the week on i don't know 1700 calories or yeah. whatever it might be um and and you found a good little method for yeah. being able to have what you want um and making it work for you yeah I think if you like drinking and going out socialising around food and drink a lot on the weekends, I think tracking from the Friday is quite a good way of doing it, I think, yeah, personally. absolutely. Well, that's what it is for me, to be honest. It's probably more drink than it is food. No way. when I will have my drink. Yeah, you know. Um, did you not know I like a glass of wine? Weren't you down with two of the clients from this group this weekend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love the way... I hope they're listening, Jugsy and Sarah. <laughs> 
couldn't track that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so that that is to be, you know, being brutally honest, that's the reason why I would do it that way. Yeah. That's when I'd have my alcohol on the weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. then I make up for it during the week. Fair enough. I mean, now, that's because it. I train. Obviously, I, I, you know, I train yeah. during the week, three sessions a week with you. So my calories can't go too low anyway. Otherwise, I. Yeah, exactly. Which is what we get. Yeah, what we get out with you guys in this group. So again, why I was saying get away with as little as possible, because you all won't be active. If you don't yeah. want to be active, you want to do jack shit. This is not the group for you, if I'm honest. You know, you yeah. won't be active. You want to weight lift or you want to do some form of classes or activity. Um, but like, um, you know, so that's why you're best doing that. Because like I say, I'm the same. If I don't eat enough, my training's shocking. So and Kate's the same. You know, so absolutely. I said the fr- the tracking from a Friday, I think it's a cool idea of like treating actually seven days of Friday to a Friday. Like I say, if you've got like, you enjoy a social lifestyle, you enjoy having a few drinks and there's nothing wrong with that, guys. It's just, that's a great way of having flexibility and stop mm. you doing it like a dickhead over the weekends and then be like, shit, I've got barely any calories left the yeah. next week. It does teach you that. It does. It teaches you those habits like, right, I see where and my calorie surplus is happening it's exactly, pretty much the weekends it, yeah when you actually look at what you consume over the weekend and if if you are very strict about it and you do put in all of those crisps and dips and bits and pieces here there it does add up finishing off the kids food pizza or something like that you know yeah. if you actually are very strict and put all that in you'd be quite surprised how much it just it'll just prompt you think right i can i can adjust some of this and it yeah. gives you an idea how much you probably do need over a weekend so I went the other way, but I'm not a big drinker. As Kate knows, it only takes me one drink and I'm fucked. Um, so um, I actually found out the other Friday at Bear when I had my one cocktail. <laughs> so for me, it's easy for me to just have a general... I wait from Monday to Sunday. I'm same as Kate. I still have a week total, but I just work it that way. But I'm able to think, uh, this is how many calories I need over the weekend. I know I'll stay with those calories. So, for example, even in a surplus in the week... I'll have between 19 to 2100 calories Monday to Thursday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I've got about 24, 2500 calories each day, which is plenty of freaking calories. Mm. But you guys could do similar. So, say you're on 14,000 calories for your deficit, which a lot of you are in this group actually, or actually above 2000 for your uh, deficit. So, you could do 14,000 for the week. So, if you want more calories for the weekend, so having 2000 calories every day, you could have, say, between 16 to maybe 1900 calories monday to friday or monday to thursday and have more a couple hundred calories for friday saturday and sunday to play with absolutely yeah so i would say the week goal is definitely the best tip and probably track from friday if you like kate's sort of lifestyle um, and do it that way or pre-plan it like i do which is where yeah, i know where my about, high days are it's about what you do consistently yeah so like you're saying you know one weekend of eating your body weight in whatever or you know drinking and all the rest of it yeah. is not going to scupper everything yeah. which <laughs> is what, the same as you yeah. know one day eating in a calorie deficit isn't going to make you lose fat but it's just you just got to remember it's about what you do consistently yes right gonna answer these last two questions i'm going to do the last one first that would take song and then i'm going to see how quick i can explain the one second to last because we've only got five minutes okay Someone asked me, what is the competitive side of the NK Project Slate Challenge? What it is, what we're after, guys. We're not after um, body transformations. Fuck that. We're not about that life. We're about long-term goals. Hence why we don't post a lot of before and after pictures. People do give them us, but it's just not many people like us posting them. That's fine. They have had results. We normally put verbal results like what people have recorded. So we want to make sure you are putting effort in. 
ideally if you're in the facebook group we want to see you interactive and show you participating show where you've had wins show where you're struggling and you know we want to overcome mm-hmm. it and we're there to help you you're doing your check-in every week as well as we don't know if you're progressing so we want to see your weekly check-ins done as well but we're judging on efforts and progress basically but we don't mean necessarily just fat loss we mean like say your strength goals being consistent um uh, creating anything, better habits really, couldn't it? yeah it could absolutely be um or, so or that, a mixture of several yeah things. so we're looking yeah. at progress um uh, checking in with us mm-hmm. and even when you're struggling on a shit week you're still checking in with us we're not expecting a perfect week with anybody because life no. so that's what we're looking at and we're looking at do we think you'll sustain it if we think you've gone too extreme to the point where there's no way they're going to sustain that. And we've advised you to actually make this more sustainable and you've not, then no. So it's all about, we have a feeling you'll keep this up afterwards. That's what we're looking at as well because we're encouraging long-term goals, long-term results. So that's what we're after from the competitive side, the NK project. But the main thing is check in every week. No matter how bad you think it is, check in with us. When it's bad is when you need us the most. Yeah, definitely. Okay, last question, which I'm going to answer in four minutes. This is going to be good. <laughs> so I've had a few of your messages and you're feeling like you're eating too many carbohydrates. First off, like me and Kate said, make sure you're hitting the protein, okay? If you struggle with the protein, you could put the carbohydrates maybe too high because you're hitting your calories before hitting the protein. So take the tips that we said earlier about reducing it. I think people worry about carbohydrates and fat gain. Again, fat gain will only happen through a calorie surplus. Simple science. Doesn't matter what macronutrient it is, it is from a calorie surplus. They've done experiments on carbohydrates where they deliberately gave uh, trained athletes an extra 150 grams of, um, I think it's fructose a day, but on maintenance calories. And none of them rate gained. None of them put fat on. Some actually lost weight because um, they mm-hmm. increased their output because they had more carbohydrates because carbohydrates the the body's favoured source of energy, energy because it's also muscle preserving. The other one that people get worried about is insulin and diabetes. This is how it works, guys. If you are not very active, okay, and you have gained weight as well, and all you are living off is basically crisps, chocolate, and processed foods, normally high in carbohydrates, yes, you are increasing your risk of diabetes, especially if you're overweight. But with diabetes, what it is, insulin is trying to transport glycogen into your cells if your cells are full so there's no room in the in that's where insulin increases again because there's still loads of glycogen running around the blood cells that's how it's there because you're not active enough yeah when you're active you use that energy so if you are active go with the 40 percent carbohydrate guys when you're in this group it's just like if you go shopping if your cupboards are too full so you're the insulin trying to put the shopping in the cupboard but there's no room the shopping stays on the floor, which is the bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got nowhere to go, has it? So unless you eat no. that food in the cupboard to make room for that, which eating is in doing activity, exercise, and being in a calorie deficit, you less likely to, to you know gain body fat or, or less likely to get diabetes. Sorry, because obviously it's getting, insulin will res- respond very well still. It won't dog, which is what happens with type two. It stops responding as well. So it's not mm-hmm. insulin's fault. It's not carbohydrates' fault. It's the fact that most people are not active enough. They gain weight. They've got very bad habits with that. And they're not in a deficit trying to lose that body fat. Well, you know, on you know, they could be type 2 diabetic. It's completely lifestyle. So I hope that explains that in a short space of time. Mm-hmm. If you want more about that, let me know and I'll, uh, I'll message you over. So that's all we've got time for today, folks. Thank you very much for joining us. If there's anything there you're not sure about what we've explained today, please message us, especially about the calorie calculation. If you are stuck, just drop us a message yeah. to the NK project at the nagpistoltrainer.co.uk. 
Thanks very much, guys, for joining us. See you Bye. soon. <laughs>